Hey, you are no locked on happens, Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Kane Rob. We've got Tristan Spanford. And you know what? This is back to back now. We finally got them back to back. You know, we've been like every other with them, but the people they've called, they've made a stand and they said they want Tristan Spanford on the show. So we had to do it for him. Back to back. Hey, I'm happy to be back. I'm, I'm, I am back on the show this week. I will say though, I will not be at the game this week. So I need, we're going to need some extra volume because I won't be there. Ooh, you're going to have to show up loud and proud fans because Tristan won't be able to make it. And it's a big one, Iowa. Let's talk about it. Iowa Hawkeyes. I know you hate Iowa. I hate Iowa. We all hate Iowa. Hate but... Iowa. Hate them. <laughs> Can't stand it. Well, but there's a lot on the line in this game, including any shot at winning the West. Do you think the Gophers have a chance? Do you think that they can pull it out? Now, we need an Illinois loss, which they probably will to Michigan. But you need a Purdue loss to either Indiana or Northwestern on top of you have to finish the season with a win against Iowa and Wisconsin. What are you thinking? I, I don't love the odds. I don't love it. But I will not say that it's impossible. Right. You know, it's it's it, crazier things have happened. You know, you need a couple of upsets here and there. I mean, it's it's not undoable is all I'm saying. I don't love it, but it's where we are. This is where we are. I feel that. I feel that. And I, I'm with you. You need a little bit of help. I think the biggest help is you need Purdue to just choke at some point. And I think it's there. I mean, you got the in-state Indiana rivalry against IU at IU. So... There's there's a little hope. You gotta, you know, pray to whatever gods or speak it into existence. Whatever is your thing, because we don't judge here. Whatever you do is you. This is probably the first full weekend of winter football, also. So who knows? You know, some of these cats up in the Big Ten are down from down south. They don't they don't like the cold like that. Exactly. So- and on top of that, Purdue is a more pass heavy team. So pass heavy might not be the way to go when it comes to that cold weather yeah great point just say it well um, anything anything to make it possible (laughs) anything can happen in the big 10 now let's keep talking about iowa and minnesota a lot on the line in this game what is bigger to you what is more important to you that the gophers win because they need one to get floyd of roysdale the trophy back here in minnesota which we have not had since 2014 or P.J. Fleck getting his first ever win against Iowa in his time here. What is more important in your opinion? In my opinion, I think I am always, always going to go fan base first. Uh, And so I'm going to say it's the win for the fans. It's the win to bring the trophy back. This is a huge rivalry. And, you know, even we haven't won it since 2014, but it's still one of the biggest rivalries in college football, you know, it's always talked about whether it's, you know, been lopsided in the last 10 years or not, you know, it's still actually pretty close to who's won it. So I think I'm always going to go fan base, you know, the coaches come and go, but the Floyd Rose that will always still be a, you know, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, 
I'm going to pick against you on this, on what's more important. Typically I'd pick with you. I'd usually <laughs> almost always be with you, but I just feel like Minnesota Gophers fans right now, they're on edge. They're kind of edgy, you know, the, the fact that we're still in the West, it's, it's slim, but people were ready to burn the season down when they thought that it was out of reach. When we went down three games in a row, people were calling this a failure. People were saying we'll never win a game again this season. Now, those people look foolish, and we we knew that, you and me, from Absolutely. the start. Those people oh, look yeah. foolish. Look where we are now, seven wins in, and can still maybe pull out the West. So calm down. Calm down. <laughs> but I do think just getting that monkey off your back and being able to get a win against a team that just – against the odds you haven't been able to last year absolutely should have led in every statistical category and somehow still managed to lose at the end of the game like just wild shocking weird losses i feel like getting this one will go a long way with the fan base as far as calming some of those pressures or hesitations so i think that for that reason i would pick pj for this one no, I, I agree. I, I definitely think his resume needs it as well. I mean, is 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 Iowa to PJ what PJ is to Scott Frost? Like that's that's. I'm just saying. It's I'm a question. Saying. It's a question we're putting out there in the ether. Now we're not saying we have the answer to that question, <laughs> but it's a question. <laughs> All right. Um. So then, on top of that, I gotta ask. Which trophy means more to you, not to your brother, not to the team, not to other fans? Which trophy means more to you, the Floyd of Rosedale or the Axe? Personally, to me, and I could be using recency bias, I like the Axe, but that's only because I, you know, we have I have fond memories of winning the Axe. Um, also, sometimes when it comes to Wisconsin people, they can be a little insufferable. And that's maybe just because they're just mean versions of Minnesotans. That's putting but. it lightly. That's putting it lightly. Like <laughs> insufferable. <laughs> well, we we hate Iowa, but we don't really love Wisconsin either. So that's whatever is stronger than hate. Yeah. Sometimes we have more than that for Wisconsin. That is where we're at right now. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So then the last thing that I gotta ask you is if Tanner is officially cleared. Do you start him with the extra caveat of it is also senior night? I think you, if if it's me, out of respect, because of the type of person we all know and everyone in the state knows Tanner is, you know, he's a stand-up guy. He's a phenomenal human being, and he's given so, so much to the program. And the way he loves the rest of his teammates, you give him the option to play that first drive and then run with Ethan, or you you run with Ethan and don't even let him. I I think you go with Ethan. I mean he's 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 he is next. You know even whether the season is you know we talked about the odds of winning the, the West. You have to credit some of those wins to him. And so I I would have to go with 
I'd have to go with Nathan, you know, and, I, and that's not taking away from Tanner, but that's where we are right now as a football Exactly. Player. Like, we'll preface this by saying we both love Tanner and what he's done for the program. Like, you can't take that away from him. You never can. No, he's, oh, he's just a stand-up person. Like, but, I bet if I, if you, if you called him right now, he'd be, and you said, hey, I need a shirt, he'd be like, I can take the one off his back and give it to you. Right. Like, right, I'm on my exactly. way. I'm on my way. But. Like, we're going for not only dubs right now in this season, which we're not saying he can't give you, but Ethan adds that element in the ground game, and I think you're really going to need it, the threat of it in this Iowa matchup especially. So definitely with you, and I actually really do like that that thought that you put out there. It's kind of the best of both worlds. You give him the option of, hey, like, you can have this first drive out of pure respect for everything you've done. Absolutely. Right. I definitely think that is a great option. Now, we're going to move into what we do best or worst. Not sure on that one yet, but the predictions and the over-unders. Sometimes we hit, sometimes we miss. But, you know, last week, I think we were pretty balling on this one. I'm not going to lie. Like, I dang near got the exact score right. Yeah, I said 31 to 10, and it was 31 to 3. So maybe you need to come this way. (laughs) That was was crazy. As as we got towards the end, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> deep down i was like do i want them to score so i get it right or do i <laughs> not want them to score so the go for it, be. <laughs> it was conflict conflict of interest but before we do that let's talk about our friends over at underdog underdog is the easiest way to play fantasy especially when it comes to college fantasy and you can use the pick them and all you got to do is pick a couple lines over and under. This week, I will be taking Mo at the under with 134 and a half rushing yards. I'm going to take the under because Iowa's defense ain't no joke. I do think he'll crack 100. I do think he'll be a major factor, but I'm going to take the under on him. I'm also going to take the under on Spencer Petrus, Iowa's quarterback, at 145.5 yards. Yeah, dog. It ain't happening. It's a no for me, dog. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but... It ain't happening. And then Caleb Johnson running back for Iowa. I'm going to take him on the over of 66 and a half rush yards. That kid is a future baller in the big 10. I'm calling it right now and I'll give respect where respect is due, but it's simple. It's easy. It's underdog. All you have to do is go sign up with promo code locked on one word and underdog will double your first deposit of up to a hundred dollars. You put a hundred in, they'll give you a hundred. That's 200 in your account. Simple as that. Go to Underdog Fantasy or use the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store, Google Play Store. And again, use promo code LOCKEDON to double up your first deposit of up to $100. Now, that was a, I'm over here on my auctioneer game trying to get that bad boy out of here. (laughs) And we're going to move on to our over-unders. And the first one, if I can get this bad boy pulled up, is our boy Mo. You just heard that you heard my take. So what is your take? Mo Ibrahim, 134.5 yards over or under. As we know, I'm the over guy, but <laughs> I have to agree with you this week. I'm going to go under on that. I think it'll be above 100, but it'll be right in that, right in between there. One Under 134, I think. Um, yeah, I was, I was defense is, is no joke. They're, they, they're going to, they're, and they're going to key on him. You know, they're they're going to be stop the run first. So, I yeah, under. All right. So then we'll go to turnovers. Will the Gophers get one and a half turnovers over or under? So over will be two or more. Under will be one or less. I'm going over again. 
I don't and and our I, as much as I trust our defense, I definitely think uh, Iowa's quarterback Spencer Pet, what Pettis Petrus Pet, or Petrus. Pet, I don't even like. Yeah, if, if he did enough, I'd take the time. But I do. <laughs> I knew <laughs> the gist of it, but I just I I don't be watching Iowa games, but so I I don't think he. I don't think he's going to take care of the ball this week. So I'm I'm going with him over, over that. Yeah. I'm going to take the over as well. And it, only because I think the Gophers are going to probably need the over to try and get this dub. Uh, mm-hmm. I talked about it all week, but typically whoever wins the turnover battle against Iowa ends up winning the game that, and then not allowing Iowa to get a lot of sacks. If, anytime Iowa has gotten three or more sacks this season, they've won the game. And every loss they've had, they've only been able to get to the quarterback to sack him one time. So sacks will be something to really pay attention to in this game. And then winning that turnover battle, typically whoever wins it ends up winning the game. The offensive line is going to have the work cut out for them this week. That, yeah, that is... I gave Quinn Carroll some some mad respect this last week. It... So don't don't let me down now. I, I, I will <laughs> sing your praises, brother. I will sing your praises. If you make sure my boy, who if it's Tanner or Ethan, keep them clean. <laughs> and I got you. I got you. I'll take um, it all back. I'll yep. find all anything I said. I'll take it all. Give back. It hand up. <laughs> all right. So the next one we got to talk about here is the Gophers. Will they score over twenty points? I kind of I, I knew we were going to get to this, so I was kind of thinking about it, and I think they are. I don't know. I I feel like it's going to be a close game, and I feel like I think we're going to go over twenty points. I don't know if we're going if we're going to do totals. We'll do totals after later, I'm sure. But yeah, I think we'll uh, I think we'll go over twenty. All right, I'm picking against you on this one. I am going to go under uh, the. The total combined score earlier on in this week, I haven't checked if it changed or not. I probably should, but too late for all that. Um, <laughs> it was 32 and a half points. If it sat at that, that is the FBS record of lowest scoring combined score of all time since that stat has been kept track of since 1995, if it held true. So I think Vegas thinks this is going to be a low-scoring dogfight, and I tend to agree with it being extremely cold, with it having two teams that aren't historically great at passing and having Mo out there on that bad boy. I think we're going to be rushing a lot. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But the key, again, in my kind of deep dive of Iowa this week is if Iowa cracks over 20, they've won every time. Mm-hmm. If they – well, yes. And if they stay under – 14 or 14 or under they've lost in every game except for one against South Dakota state, which is an FCS opponent. So I think it'll be a low scoring one, which benefits Minnesota, but you got to come out on the top side of that. So. Yeah. And see, I, and I, I, I read that, I read that stat um, about the total and I just know that every time, like it's always going to be run, 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 run. Like the, the most, they're the, this is, has the potential to be one of the most boring games we will ever watch. Bro, this is about to be like Army <laughs> Navy 2.0. Like it, it, <laughs> that's why that's why everything in my brain says 
it's not going to happen because every time I think something's going to happen, it just doesn't. So <laughs> I'm like, like, this might be a shootout. Who knows? Right. It's going to be like 60 to 50 now or something. You know? like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to move over to the more fun side of this thing with predictions. But first we have to talk about a new sponsor of the episode that is bringing it to you today with Nugenics. Now, Nugenics is the best the highest rated brand when it comes to testosterone over at GNC. In fact, it can help re-energize your life and help you get back that powerful, confident, good-looking warrior that you used to be. And I'm talking to you, Tristan, not the listeners, you. No, I'm just playing. But right now, you can get a complimentary bottle of the Nugenics Total Tea when you text college to 231-231. You'll get that, and you'll get a bottle of the Nugenics Thermo, which is their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast and absolutely free. Again, all of that is free. Text college to 231-231 and try out Nugenics today. All right, let's do this thing. We're talking predictions. We're talking final scores right away. What do you got? I'm nailing it this time. I'm getting it perfect. Ain't nothing wrong. We were a score away last week, and I'm about to knock this one out of the park. You're going two for two. You're going for two for two. I love that. I love that. Um, I want to go ahead and say, like I said, I think we're going to go over 20 points. Now, that's what I wanted to get to. I don't think it's going to be by much, but the original score I had in my mind was 28. 28 is a football number. Yes. 28 to, ooh, like 21, okay. you know, 20, you know, something close to that with some field goals mixed in there, 24 or something like that. So let's go 24, 28 is what I think we win by. 24, 28. So that's, what I, that's a lot of touchdowns. And that's, that it shouldn't make sense, but that's whatever <laughs> in my brain was like, like, hey man, no last way. time someone tried to call you out for not making sense, they ended up, weeping in some mimosas i remember uh he You're, said that's right who was that against man that was against Rutgers. Rutgers. it was against Rutgers. Rutgers. they were like you've got minnesota scoring over 30 points on Rutgers. how many mimosas have you drank this morning <laughs> and then minnesota put up over 30 points on Rutgers, and we were like bro you and the mimosas because i was about to say I, I went home and popped some champagne <laughs> why not <laughs> All right, so for my score prediction, I'm getting it right on the money, and it's not going to be 9-6 like Illinois. <laughs> um, we are going to lock in. I got to make it make football sense. I know. Like this said. That's the hardest part. I'm going to call it a slugfest. I'm going to call it 16 for the Gophers, 10 for Iowa. So that means the Gophers will get – either three field goals or they will have one field goal and a missed extra point. Now I tend to hope that our kicker doesn't miss an extra point. So I'm going to say the Gophers have three field goals, one touchdown. Iowa has one touchdown and a field goal. Okay. Okay. All right. Offensive side of ball. Who's the player of the game? You can't pick Mo. Can't pick Mo. Who is the player of the game? Free spot. That's a free spot. Oh, player of the game. This is an offensive line week. Like, I mean, between all of them, like we have to have good offensive line play or we will not win this game. Exactly. exactly. I can't, I don't want to pinpoint any one of them, but 
this game is going to be so hugely based on the offensive line that it it doesn't matter. And I think they know that going into these Big Ten matchups. Like, this is going to be a dogfight the whole time. Mm -hmm. So I am going to go with the offensive line. Does that feel? The offensive line. He did the whole unit. See, I was tempted to go with Ariante Ursary. I was tempted to go with him, have it be his kind of shining moment in the first year as a starter. But you took the whole line, so that's fine. You wouldn't give me my free space, so I took the five spaces around. So he took the collective unit, <laughs> is what he. <laughs> Not only does he get one shot, he gets five shots in his one shot. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, I am going to then lock in. Now, typically, I would default here, and I would just go to your brother because he'll likely see some pass options. It's going to be a lot of running, so he'll probably see some blocking success. But I think. Though I think your brother will do good. I'm going to go with the other tight end. I'm going to go with Nick Caller. I think he's more heavy when it comes to the run blocking. He's seen some red zone looks because he's able to sneak out from the run blocking. So I think he could be a sneaky one in this one. And regardless, I think when we look back at this, his PFF grade when it comes to blocking this week is going to be like in the 90s. I think he's going to ball out and be a big factor for the run game and having success. I super actually met him for the first time. I think it was the yeah the first time this year during the spring practices. Super nice, like stand up guy. Super nice guy. I think I also just like a lot of people I meet, but he was really really nice. You know, with the kids and stuff. Yeah, it was cool. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. <laughs> All right, so flipping into the defense, who you got? Um, mm, 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 mm. is it tea time this week? Ooh, tea time. I think it Is might it? be Charles you Smith. Tell me. I think it, I think it's gonna be this week. I think he's gonna he might come up with, with a pick this week. Um yeah, I'm I'm going with him. I'm going with him. I'm trying to think of who I went with last week. I think I went with Jawa Joyner, and I think that boy balled out. So I think the week before that I said Cody Lindenberg, and I think that boy balled out. So So you're perfect. Who am I gonna pick to ball out this week? That's the who who am I speaking it into existence because it's gonna happen then. You know what I mean? It's it's bound to happen. Well, I'm gonna go with mm, I'm gonna go with Flip Dixon. I'm gonna go with Flip Dixon. I think he's going to be pertinent in stopping the run game. I think he's gonna be pertinent in cutting off some of the early quick passes. I think he makes a huge difference on this defense and he flies around. So I'm going with the boy flip. I think you want to flip last week. I think you might be right. I think I might have because won. I like his name. That's why as soon as you said his you name, you did I was say like, that. Yep. No well, name. if that's the case, that's I still. picked flip last week. Yep. I'll flip to Jaw Joiner. <laughs> <laughs> one of the two. I think those two are going to be real key in this game. Now I'm gonna. We usually talk about the most effective pass catcher. I'm gonna skip that this week because I don't even know if we're gonna be passing it very much. <laughs> In this game, we finish this game with real, five passes thrown. I won't even be surprised. Right, we got Army Navy 2.0. We've already said it. Yep. So, which gopher scores first? I think we would both say Mo probably there. So maybe we won't go there. Uh, let's go with Will Athan run for over 35 yards in this game. Absolutely, I think. I think we're going to run into a lot of situations where we're run, run, run. <laughs> And with Ethan, you can use that little, you know, a little keep, a little bootleg out. I, I, I think, I think he will run for over that because it seems like last week did he have more than that last week? He had twenty eight last week. Twenty eight. 
It felt like more than that. Felt right. Like, it did feel like more than it, that. I'll give it, you every that. time he took <laughs> off, it was like, oh my God, it was like 30 yards. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I think there's a good shot. I'll go with the over on that. I'll go with the over on that. All right. Over on that one. Now I don't know if we have any any other predictions to throw out there. You know, I'm gonna get a lot of heat from people if I don't ask you, like I, I'm not even gonna ask you for details here. I'm gonna oh. we're gonna put suspense on the listeners. Hopefully we can figure it out as time comes. But it broke this week that your brother is not going through senior day celebrations. Now that triggered all sorts of rapid reaction. We've got everything from we're doomed. That means he's going to the transfer portal <laughs> to he's coming back and we're going to be amazing. I mean, all, all of it. What do you think when you see all of that speculation coming out just from your brother answering a simple question like that? I think it's not bad. It's not <laughs> bad. That's I, I, my mom panics when every time somebody tweets about him, I'm like, mom, people are talking about him. Who cares? Right. My thing is, he, Brev, Brev is going to do, since he has been little, he is going to do what he knows is best for him. And I think it's not more of he has a plan. Everyone probably thinks he has a plan. And right. I, I don't think he has a plan. I think he's worried about Iowa this week. And next week, he's still not going to have a plan. He's going to be worried about Wisconsin. Right. So, he's focused on the season. I got yeah. that. I got that. But do we have the answer? Be, do we know? Uh, even if we did, we probably wouldn't be taking that opportunity to announce it to you. We'll let Brevin do that on his time. <laughs> so I truly appreciate y'all for listening, but don't feel like you got to overreact because you might just be getting too deep on this. That's all I'm going to say. They're just kids. They're just kids. Just kids. <laughs> just kids. That's going to do it for us. I, If you have any word for him, Tristan, you're not going to be out there. So what do you got to say to the listeners when it comes to this Hawkeyes game this weekend? Be warm and be loud. That we we need to be loud. I know it's going to be packed in that joint. I'm sad I'm going to miss it, but we got we got we got fourth grade basketball tournament. All right, that's important too. So be loud, be loud. Hey, he's, be he's raising the next Jordan over there, so you got to accept it when he's out there balling on them fourth graders like that. So be Not loud. Easy, somebody's got to do it. Hey, it's not easy, but someone has to do it. <laughs> But like Tristan said, be warm. Don't go out there getting hypothermia and stuff out there in the cold. It's going to be cold. Dress up, folks. Get warm. It's cold in the press box. It's cold in the press box, okay? They got me a picture of his plate while he's up there eating. <laughs> no, they got me up there by that window, and it's cold. There's no heat up by the window. It's only in the back. <laughs> Where the the higher class, the upper, the higher class citizens get to sit up above in the warm. Uh huh. The heat's by the buffet. The heat's by the the buffet. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But no, dress warm. Have a good one. Cheer loud and let's go get this dub. This is Kane, Rob, and Tristan signing off. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, we're talking about it with Floyd in Minnesota.